Welcome to another episode of Just Hustle Game. I'm here, my psychic is here. Here. And so is our guest. So let's get started. Who do we have today? Today we have Love Your Skin Australian entrepreneur Izzy Demolovsky. Looking forward to hearing all about how she came up with an idea for a skincare line. Absolutely. But before we get started with Izzy, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Fade Life Clothing and BCK Online. Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love intoxicating style. And BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date on the lives of young entrepreneurs, entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more. And also, this season of Just Talk of Gabe has a new original outro music made just for our show by Edwards. Check him out on Instagram at Edwards999. All right, go grab your snack, sit back, Relax and enjoy the show. Izzy, welcome to the show. We are glad you can join us for an episode of Just Talk of Gabe. Amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. I know our listeners want us to dive right in, so let's get into it. Easy. All right. So you are a teenage entrepreneur. Tell us about your company. So my company is called Love Your Skin, and it's an all-natural Australian-made company. So when I originally started, though, it wasn't really intended to be a company. So I did a lot of dance concerts growing up and stuff like that, and I didn't really have much to take my makeup off with. So I got to around the age of eight, and I, like, went towards some of my mum's, like, adult skincare products. And she was like, no, nah, these are way too harsh for your skin. Use baby products. And I was like, but I'm not a baby. I don't want to use baby products. <laughs> so after a bit of an argument with her, she was like, fine, just go do your own thing. And... So I kind of started it more as a hobby first. So I went to some formulators. I figured out some different bases for, like, you know, the basic face wash, moisturizer, stuff like that. And one day I was trying to figure out whether to do, like, a milk base or a gel base for the face wash. So I was like, you know, I want to focus group this at school. So I brought it into school and they were like, oh, wow, this is really like, cool and good. Where can we buy this from? And I'm like, oh, well, like, you know, you can't really. It's just a bit of a side hobby. And I went home and I was like, wait, this could actually be a business. <laughs> wow. So that's kind of how Love Your Skin really started as a business. Just a bit of a fluke, in all honesty. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that is. Why was it important for you to develop products geared strictly towards teenagers? I think it's a really important thing because tweens and teens, they there's so much they have so much influence in buying potential and buying power. But the thing is, no one really, until quite recently, let's be honest, tapped into them properly. So having a product that's geared towards tween and teen skin to make sure it sets them up on the right path for life because skin is your biggest organ. You have to look after it. You're stuck with it for your whole life. So I think it's honestly really important because it's just good to get into healthy and happy routines to make sure you're looking after yourself, you're looking after your skin, and in a way – and with products that are actually geared towards like young and sensitive skin. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really important. That's true. That's really important. Now I know many people, Izzy may not know this, but when you began your entrepreneurial journey, you were on Shark Tank Australia. So how was that? Yeah. That experience is a little bit ridiculous. So (laughs) (laughs) it really was though. When, so I started to love your skin and I was like, Eight, or I started the idea and then I officially like started it as a company idea when I was nine. And at, when I was like 12, Shark Tank, the first season in Australia, premiered. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then the year went on. 
whatever, I got to about 13 and one of our friends called us up and they were like, hey, Shark Tank season two applications are out. You should apply. By the way, applications like technically closed three weeks ago, but just give it a shot anyway. <laughs> so we filled out the application form. And we were like, oh, good. And then a day later, we got an email from the producers saying, hey, we're at the end of our Skype, our Skype rounds. Can we sneak you in here? But obviously, like, you know, your mum has to be on the phone because you're a minor. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So my mum picked me up from school in the middle of, like, we have this, like, homeroom period in the middle of the day. So she picked me up then. And we quickly went home and did the Skype call with producers and went back to school. About two days later, I was on the bus home from, like, school sport. And I got a text from my mum saying, "Uh, they want you on Shark Tank. And I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah, I know, right? And (laughs) I had, I like said it to one of my friends and one of the guys on the bus behind me was like, why are you going on Shark Tank? You don't do anything. Because I kind of, <laughs> I kind of kept like my business and my school life like fairly separate at that point. It was a bit harder once every second ad on Channel 10 was my face, but that's a different story. And I was like, don't worry, you'll see. And so, you know, obviously being a reality show that has a large amount of different outcomes, we had to go through psychological tests and all that stuff and then made it through there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So then it got to about November of 2015, yep, and it was a Thursday. We flew up on the Thursday, filmed Friday morning, and then back home Friday night. So the only thing they tell you to prepare going in there is a two-minute pitch. Otherwise, the rest of it is completely on the spot. And wow. it was just, wow. yeah, it was weird. Like, obviously, we sent them stuff to, like, set up a little stand and whatever within the actual tank. But... So we got there at about 7 in the morning, had to do another psych test, had to fill out some forms and whatever, and they sat me and my parents down and they're like, okay, because you're a, do you feel comfortable going in there on your own? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And they're like, okay, before we do that, we're going to have your parents on standby just in case anything happens, you feel like you're going to crack under the pressure, whatever, they're going to be there and you just let us know if you need them. I'm like, all good, don't worry. So... A usual Shark Tank pitch in Australia, I've heard different things from America because I've actually met with one of your sharks before. Um, I think his name was Damon. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, he came to Victoria and I was invited to a lunch with him, which was really lovely. He was talking about how sometimes pitches go for like up to two, two and a half hours, whatever. But in Australia, they really anywhere between a half hour to an hour and a half. Wow. wow. And <laughs> I ended up being in there for like an hour by myself. <laughs> Oh my god! Your mom was just like freaking. They out. were because they didn't let them see any of the screens, listen to any of the audios or anything. Like some of the producers gave them like a sneaky little peek at like one of the screens at the start, but other than that, they were completely in the dark for an hour until the sharks were like, "Are your parents here?" And they brought them in at the end. So it was just it was a really crazy experience. So that was November of 2015. Then it aired July of 2016. Okay, which was. It was crazy. It was, and then within that time, Love Your Skin, so that was July. In April, we'd officially launched in Priceline, which is, like, Australia's biggest, like, pharmacy beauty retailer, which was really cool because that was after, like, two years of working there. So it was April that, June, end of June, July was Shark Tank, which was really crazy because that was on, like, a Wednesday night. I had some, like, family over. I'm like, whoa, what happened? And the next morning (laughs) I had, like, Half the school had watched it and I had year 12 business students coming up to me, shaking my hand, and I'm like, what is happening? And it was weird. And then the month or end of July, I Love Your Skin officially launched as a brand, which is amazing. 
And there's also a funny story there, which I'll go into because why not? We're in a good story role. <laughs> um, Absolutely. <laughs> so the day before, we had, like, sent some fillers out to the media and whatever. No one had really gotten back. We had, like, some contacts at SBS, which is, like, an Australian media company, and they were potentially coming. And then we had this little press release go out in, like, a small local newspaper. This was also around the time where we had a big election going on. So the news was basically on standby. We, they just wanted, like, some stories to, like, fill in the day or whatever. So there wasn't really much going on. At 5 a.m. the morning of the launch, because my mum's number was associated on it, she gets calls from, like, the Today Show, Channel 9, Channel 7, Channel 10, like, literally every single big wow. rate, uh, news station in Australia. They were like, hey, we're going to come down. Is that all good? And we're like, yep. <laughs> Yep, that's great. So it turned into what started as like a little like, woohoo, we did this, um, turned into this massive media event. And it was crazy. Oh, cool. It was ridiculous. And yeah. I was literally on every single big news news station on the TV like all night, which was weird. And then <laughs> we have – so we have these two big breakfast news shows in Australia Today Show. And Sunrise. Uh-huh. So we got a call at about 4 p.m. from Sunrise. They're like, hey, we want you on tomorrow morning. We can't confirm anything yet. They're like, we'll let you know. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. 15 minutes later, we get a call from the Today Show, and we're like, you're going on tomorrow morning. Have you gotten a call from anyone else? And we're like, yeah, Sunrise. And they're like, no, nah, if they call you back, don't pick up. <laughs> so I was on the Today Show the next morning as well. So that whole few months in 2016, from like April to from Shark Tank to the launch was just – it was insane. It, I look back at it and it just looks surreal. That's the only way I can describe wow, it. It was wow. amazing. That, that's <laughs> a fun ride. That is. That is. <laughs> okay. So originally your products were geared towards girls, but now you've opened the market to include boys too. So what made you want to expand the line? I have always wanted to include boys in this, always from the very beginning. But when Love Your Skin first started, there wasn't necessarily – that much of a market. So I used to, when I first started, I used to go sell, like set up little stands at little singing competitions and stuff like that. And I used to have boys buy the products and they were like, I wish you had some more packaging tailored to boys. I'm like, I know, I wish to. So there was a time period where I was working on developing a range exclusively for boys, but that just fell through. And then I was talking about some new packaging and I was like, why don't we just make this gender neutral? Why don't we just finally do it? And yeah, because it's just so important to make sure to allow there's a space for everyone to feel comfortable and confident in their own skin. So, yeah, and it was so cool to see the first tube come in. This is something like expanding the range to include boys or even just like making this range like packaging now gender neutral, something I've been trying to do for so, so long. It was so amazing to see it come to fruition. It was really awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And now your packaging is open, all, you know, ready. The new packaging is open for everyone to purchase it. And they can just go online and it's all gender neutral. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I have a question. Like, what is the hardest thing about being a young entrepreneur? I think the hardest thing about being a young entrepreneur is honestly, it's a lot of things you can't control. Mainly it's your age. Because, for example, when I first went into meetings when I was younger, I would obviously have to bring my mum along and 
they would all right. direct all the questions at her and stuff like that. And they wouldn't really give me the time of day until my mum was like, no, 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 she's running this, let her talk. <laughs> and so as someone who was really shy and introverted, you know, I still have my moments, but I was way worse back then. Um, it was really difficult for me to get up in front of a room of adults and sell my brand and talk and, yeah, even just talk in front of them. But it's honestly that ability has helped me so much in life, just the ability to learn how to public speak and yeah. to talk in front of a crowd and to stand up for myself. It's honestly one of the most rewarding things ever. Also, when it comes to being a young entrepreneur, school is obviously a bit of an issue. So yeah, <laughs> I started <laughs> at a young enough age where I learnt to juggle it very well because I obviously didn't have much school at the age of eight, like homework. Um, so right. I kind of just like, okay, I've mastered. It's like you've got juggling balls. Okay, I've mastered two. Let's add on three. Okay, let's add on four, five, six, a chainsaw, kitchen sink, so on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, time management was definitely a big one. But I've always been the type of person where if I have like 58 million things on my plate, it's not enough and I still need more. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> COVID was definitely interesting during all that. Like, obviously, not that much going on. But yeah, those are age and time management, are probably the hardest things about being a young entrepreneur. But everything, everything, every challenge you face, you're always better off for it. So, I'm very grateful for those challenges. Now, out of all of, I guess, those challenges and growing up from eight to now, what are some of the entrepreneurial tricks? Because I'm sure you've discovered, you know, some things that you're like, hey, now now that I've learned this, I'm a pro and I can share. So what have you discovered? I honestly would never consider myself a pro at anything. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> persistence and hard work. It sounds really basic and I know when everyone and anyone asks me this question, they're probably expecting like, ah, here's three steps to do this, blah, blah, blah. But no, honestly, it uh -huh. really comes down to the nitty, like basics, hard work and persistence because That's it takes, let's be honest, it takes like 10 years to become an overnight success. That's true. Be and that is true. every, you're going to get no's, you're going to get doors shut in your face, but every shut door is, takes you on the journey to the right door that will open for you. So right. it's a lot of just right. knuckling down and persisting through when the times get tough and just working hard because it'll happen eventually. <laughs> exactly. 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 So, That's great advice. Thank you. That is. What has been the most rewarding moment in this journey for you as an owner of a business? Honestly, the most rewarding moment is just seeing the smile I'm able to put on people's faces. When they're like, hey, I really enjoy your products. They've helped me clear up my skin. I'm feeling a lot better about my skin, whatever. Any little comments like that, they just really warm me up inside because I'm like, okay, it just helps reassure me that I'm doing something right and I'm actually helping people, which I love. I love making people feel better and feel better about themselves. So those little moments really just, they, they warm me inside. It's really nice. Oh, that is pretty, yeah, that's that is. really sweet. Yeah. Now, are there any like business related books or, you know, kind of maybe TED Talks or something that you can recommend to listeners that have actually helped you? Here's my issue. I, listen, I read a lot of nonfiction books. So 
I've not necessarily read a lot of business books in my time, but I've read a lot of biographies and autobiographies about celebrities who, in my eyes, like actors and stuff like that, I believe are there are entrepreneurs for their own brand, which is something I take into perspective when I read those books. So one that I really love, right. which I'm not sure I would necessarily recommend for younger ages because it's also quite a big book. It's called Hello Gorgeous. It's the story of Barbara Streisand. And it goes oh, through her okay. entire life, how she started in like a poor little den in like you'll see Brooklyn or New Jersey or a small little area in New York and just hustled her way up and built her own brand. And it's just a really fascinating read. It's a really good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh she's the best. Version. She's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, on that note, we're going to go on commercial break. Okay. Well, would you stay back with us, Izzy, for the Yeah, program? of course. All right, cool. We'll be right back then. We'll be right back, guys. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back, guys. And if you have not downloaded the Anchor.fm app, do it. Do it and start making your own podcast today. All right, Izzy, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Okay. Here comes the next round of questions. These are the fun round of questions. I like the fun (laughs) round. All right, what is your favorite city and why? Too many. So I love Melbourne, which is where I'm from, but I also love, I really love New York because I love Broadway and I love musicals. But a city I've always wanted to visit is Barcelona or just Spain in general. I know Spain isn't a city, but just anywhere oh, yeah, yeah, in Spain. Spain. Yeah. <laughs> That'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> that would be. Road trip. Uh, speaking of road trips, if you were on a road trip and stopped at a gas station, what three items would you pick? Honestly, up? it's always food. Because we do a lot of, yes. we do yeah. a lot of like once a year we do a big road trip to Sydney, which is like nine hours, and it's always it's always in the middle of summer, so it's always an icy pole, like a packet of chips, usually twisties, which is like our version of Cheetos, and some chocolate. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like a good. Yep. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in one word, how would you describe your generation? Honestly, inspiring. I think we've got some really cool people coming up in this generation that are going to do some really good things in the world, yeah. and I'm very excited to see what happens. That's true. That's true. What is the craziest or most daring thing you've ever done? Oh, see, that's the issue. I don't really do much <laughs> daring things. Um, <laughs> oh, craziest and daring thing I've ever done. Honestly, going on Shark Tank was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, but um, I got to do a show in January of 2019 because I like doing musicals in my spare time and whatever. And I got to fly in that. That was pretty cool. That was very cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. that sounds fun. Yeah. What is the first thing people notice? Um, you? a lot of people notice my dimples. I have two really massive dimples on the sides of my cheeks. Yeah, either wow. that or my glasses. I always get comments on my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That is. What is the one movie you can watch over and over without getting tired of oh. it? Okay, I've got three really, really random choices here. But Mamma Mia, <laughs> Enchanted, oh, that's a and good Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those are all three really good ones. Yeah, like Goodwill Hunting is like the first movie I ever like downloaded like bought on my laptop. I just love that movie. And Enchanted is something I always watch growing up. And I think Mamma Mia, we just watch like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> that's mm. a good one. Yeah, Okay, so if you could take five things to a desert island, what would they be? Can I use like a library as an answer? 
<laughs> no, um, I'd probably bring a book. Uh, book, keyboard, my laptop, just because I've got so much sheet music on there and if I've got a keyboard and I'm bored, you know. Um, yeah. Right. Hmm, what else? My brother. He's pretty fun. And, <laughs> you know, I'd probably bring a bed. <laughs> oh, there, oh, there you go. go. That's, That's a bad one. Yeah, That's a pretty good one. <laughs> now, what do you wish grew on trees? Hmm. If there's anything that you could like go out in your front yard and pick off in a tree, what would it be? Well, I know technically, like like cacao beans grow on trees, so technically, chocolate's already an answer. <laughs> but probably chocolate. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's like, a good that's one. Really yeah. Good one. The chocolate tree is perfect. <laughs> what is the one app on your phone that you have but never use? Ooh, the one app on my phone that I have but never use. Hmm. I'd really love to say it's something like Instagram, but it's not. <laughs> it's probably some sort of like random game I downloaded ages ago and just haven't used in a while. I'll go with that. Yeah. 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 She could be friends with any in the anyone in the world. Who would she be friends with? Mm-hmm. If I could be friends with anyone in the world. I don't know why. Whenever anyone asks me this, Anne Hathaway always comes to mind. She just seems kinda cool. Or like oh, yeah. 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 Or Mila Kunis. I've seen some uh-huh. really because my background's Macedonian, so I speak yeah. it and I've seen some interviews of like her speaking Russian with uh, reporters and stuff like that. Oh, and I'm just like, she's just really funny. And I'm like, she just seems like a fun person to hang out with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the one piece of advice you would give to entrepreneurs? Keep going. Like if you just, if you have an idea and it's better to look when you're in the future, look back and regret something you did than something you didn't. So if you got an idea, that's true. That's true. just roll with it. And just see what happens because you never know where it could take you. I like that. That's true. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So in addition to all that you have going on, what's next for you? Honestly, 2021 taught me that – 2021? 2020 taught me that life is Uh really unpredictable and you can't necessarily plan too much ahead because those plans can get destroyed very quickly. So – Absolutely. We have a few things in the works, but, you know, just taking everything as they come day by day and just seeing what happens. Yeah, it's cool, that yeah. Good. What is the one thing that you want people to know about you? Hmm. I really like it. This Okay, this is really random. Um, If you ever meet me in person, I'm really awkward when first getting to know people. So when I'm in, like, a room and I'm like meeting people for the first time, I will usually just sit back and like people watch. <laughs> sure, figure yeah. out my surroundings. So like, I know it sounds yeah, it so weird, but like it people sometimes think like, oh, she doesn't want to talk to people. No, I just get really nervous meeting people. Like I saw, I read an article about Zendaya saying something like that, how people thought she was standoffish or whatever. But she was like, no, I'm just like fairly introverted because, and I just get nervous meeting new people. I'm like, oh my God, I get that. I feel you. <laughs> So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just I totally like to people watch. So if we ever do come to Australia, 100%. Person, we can go to 100%. I'm down for that. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you on social so media? So you can find Love Your Skin on social media. You can find us on Facebook, which is Love Your Skin, and then Instagram at L-U-V underscore your skin. Your spelt you are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Good. We've enjoyed you. We have truly enjoyed you. Thank you so much. And guys, make sure you log on to the internet and find Love Your Skin and go buy some products. Thank you yep. for having me. Bye. 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 We are so thankful that Izzy joined us all the way from Australia. Hope you guys enjoyed our interview. Check out Love Your Skin online. And until next time, peace out.